Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. You've got Lexi and Jordan and my friend from Utah, Michelle, here today. So say hi, ladies. Hello. No special guest on today. <laughs> yeah, I've known Michelle for a while actually. I think I was maybe even in high school still. Do you remember Michelle? It's been over 10 years. Okay, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, like 2009. Okay, I think. Yeah, so we're gonna just start with a little um ice <laughs> icebreaker. I almost said with a brain fart, but <laughs> sometimes you say brain teaser. We got a little brain teaser for you today. <laughs> Um, so what is something fun you ladies have done today or you're looking forward to doing later today? Okay. Um, I went to yard sales this morning, which was really exciting. And I went to one yard sale that was, um, the type of yard sale that you always want to go to where there's really (laughs) cool things and they're all very cheap and all extremely clean and well organized. It was just like a dream yard sale. And this, so um, the lady who was putting it on normally sets up at flea markets, but there's none this year. So she just had an insanely awesome yard sale with all kinds of vintage, vintage treasures that um, Hmm. it was amazing. And I got a quilt that, um, so I'm trying to incorporate that tobacco color in our house that's really popular mm-hmm. right now. It's like a rust tobacco-y color that I really like. Mm-hmm. And I got a quilt that is hand quilted and is that color and then like a floral plat- pattern for $5. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. I asked her how much it was going to be. She was like $5. I was like, okay, I'll take it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And just a bunch of really cool vintage stuff, um, like some cute little salt and pepper shakers and a little baby dress and... Um, tons of things and spent $10 total. So it was so fun. Oh my yeah. no, it was so fun. <laughs> a handmade quilt like that could easily be a couple hundred dollars. Oh, I know. I know. It was, I couldn't believe it was hand quilted and she was like $5. I was like, sweet. And she told me she's having another one next month. That's going to be all Christmas stuff, vintage Christmas stuff. I was like, oh my gosh, I left my phone number and I'm like, please call me <laughs> and let me know when this is going to be. Cause I want to so awesome. <laughs> yes. It was very fun. Okay, what about you, Michelle? What's something fun that you did today? Um, so I cleaned the church on Saturdays. So um, that's really fun. And <laughs> I get to see the pastors down there prepping for their sermons and stuff. And so they get they get a little uh, wound up. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we have some, some interesting talks while I'm mopping the floors down there. So um, that's fun. And I, I take my daughter with me, so Sophie, and she... Sometimes I can get her to be helpful, but most of the time she just reads books. <laughs> How often do you clean the church? Um, once a week, mm. if not more, <laughs> cool. depending on if there's an event. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <coughs> there was still men's event stuff down there that I had to clean up today. I was like, oh, we have a catechism starting tomorrow, so I need to get this all cleaned up, clean up the beer. <laughs> Lexi, what did you do fun today? I took a drink of water and it went down the wrong pipe, so I'm just going to sound like a frog for a little while, so sorry. <laughs> I um, 
I made a tart tartan with our French tutor this morning. And oh. I, I mean, that's fun, depending on how you look at it. All five of us in the kitchen trying to cook. <laughs> um, but I'm mostly looking forward to eating the homemade ice cream I'm making for dessert tonight. So <laughs> what kind? I'm just going to do vanilla. My friend um, a couple weeks ago, well, actually, it was maybe a couple months ago now, um, from church, she made one that has egg yolks, like what you've talked about before, but it was, it's part honey, part maple, and part stevia, and it was so good. Oh, so good. I'm excited to finally try cool. it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, how many egg yolks did this one have in it? I think it's three egg yolks and three cups of heavy cream, if I remember correctly. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, let me know how that one is. Yeah, I will. I'm pretty sure I burned up the motor on my ice cream maker, so. Okay, I'm, I actually, I'm scared because I think I did that too. I've done this many a times on ice cream makers. I need to get like really? an industrial one or a hand crank. So how do you know that <laughs> it, them up. how do you know that it burns up? Because it will sound like it's going, but it won't go anymore. Ugh, I think that's what happened. It Aww. won't spin anymore. Okay, I might just have to go into Walmart for once in my life and buy an ice cream maker then. <laughs> just stand at the door and yell. Someone bring me one. <laughs> There's the best thrift store down in Salt Lake called The Other Side. Huh. And I have seen, every time I go in there, I see like a, a Cuisinart ice cream maker. Oh, and nice. I swear I'm going to pick one up and I still haven't because I'm like, I really shouldn't eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have one that's like the kind that people keep in their kitchen and can happen inside the house because mine's just one that you put tons of ice in and it's a, you know. Outdoor. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, the one you use regularly, you have to put ice in? Yes. Mine's like, oh. okay, it's like a big bucket, and then you have the canister on the inside that you put all your ingredients in, oh. and then you put ice, and then ice, uh, salt, ice cream salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know that kind? Yeah, wow, yeah, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get okay. every time. And because they're a lot cheaper than, do you have like a fancy one that is in the kitchen? It's not super fancy. It's probably less than 40 bucks, I'd say. Okay. It's just a, how there's literally of, one button. How big of an amount does it make? Not, not enough. <laughs> See, my canister is like this, this tall. You can't even okay. see. You make like a gallon at a time? Oh, yeah, more, so than yeah. more than that. Yeah. Really? Yes. <gasps> oh, maybe that's, that's what, what we should get then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we should have done for our baby shower yeah it makes a ton um it was from royal king so okay oh that store that you guys have there yeah (laughs) funny i wish you guys had a royal king what would what would be our equivalent do you have a buckeyes i know there's buckeyes like Like smith and edwards maybe i don't know what that is tractor supply company do you have like a okay yeah probably something like that oh okay Mm. yeah okay might have to get one of those in Okay, well, we have a topic besides just ice cream today. <laughs> um, Michelle is here to just kind of chat with us a little bit about home management. I don't want to tell her story. I'll let her tell her story. Um, let me pull up some of my questions. But I guess, can you just like give us your resume of sorts in regards to what your homemaking journey has looked like? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I... Um became a Christian later in my life. Um, After I had two kids, my daughter was a year old and she had a lot of health problems. And so I I worked for um, the government. I had a government job and I'd been there for a long time, but I was having to take off time a lot for my daughter. 
And they kept telling me that I needed to make my husband do that. And I knew something inside of me was like, no, that's not how this works. And um, I got, I quit, um, but they, they were threatening to fire me. They were writing me up a lot because I wasn't there, but I had, you know, doctor's notes and stuff. But, um, and so I came home to be with my daughter and um, we had made a lot of choices that didn't allow me to stay home for long um, mm. as far as our finances went. And so um, found myself back in the workforce um, quite quickly after that. Um, I had kind of seasonal work um, that paid really well for four or five months out of the year and then I could be home. Um, but I always felt, especially after I came to Christ, um, I just felt this draw that I needed to be home with my children, that that needed to be. Um, but I was still fighting um, kind of these ideas. I mean, I was raised by um, a single mother and and mm -hmm. so I had a lot of um, feminist ideas that really got into me deep. Um, and so, um, yeah, there was just a lot of things to work through, but I always felt this draw to be home with my children. Um, so uh, my son is uh, 18, my daughter is 15 now, and I've been home full time for three years now. So not very long, um, but I've been in and out of... Uh, I, when I got saved, I started working in the church's coffee shop and mm. I just really loved coffee, everything that had to do with it. I loved the hospitality aspect of it. I loved, um, just everything, the conversations that are had over a cup of coffee and my passion for it grew, um, and kind of pushed me really fast into, uh, management. So I started managing, um, a, a Starbucks. And, um, I did that for about four years and, um, yeah, but that was where I quit from and decided to stay home. I was making a lot of money and I was very successful there. Um, and so it was kind of a big mind shift to, to mm -hmm. wrap my mind around actually finding value in the home and, and feeling yeah. like it was a valuable, um, <clears throat> place for me to be and I think that kind of goes into this home management stuff mm -hmm. was so what, those different ways what do you think changed for you then so that you could see because I remember you used to say you're bored I need things to do like I'm bored so what um what kind of changed to help you see the home as a place that you could spend your time and be productive in um I think because I um I hate admitting this, but um, I I really liked the accolades that I got in the business mm. world. I liked um, hitting metrics. I liked, um, you know, hitting goals. And so I think it was really about setting goals for myself before it was always okay. somebody else setting a goal for me and okay. me achieving it was big. And so now it's, it's me setting goals or you know, having family goals, really having um, a mission and a purpose um, to why we do what we do has really helped me to find, um, like, way not to be bored. I mean, like, I've, yeah. got, I've got a mission and a purpose. And, and so whatever I need to be doing to get us there is definitely not boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
So I think too, you know, a lot of um, like our talks around um, educating, um, continuing education beyond, I'm very, um, that's been one of my biggest goals that has fulfilled that being born okay. was, was the education. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I definitely think the sense of all the urgent things in a home, like the laundry, the dishes, the meals, the people can sometimes it's like women are living minute by minute and they forget that, that maybe they're not fulfilled in that because they haven't actually stopped to look at either the bigger goals God has set for them or goals that they could be setting for themselves. Right. Okay. So you have said a few things before, which I've just found interesting about how um, you like kind of tried to apply the store management to your home from when you were at Starbucks and they were really, really practical things. And we like to talk practically. So just share some of the things that you have found helpful that you've been able to transfer from working to being at the home. Okay. So, um, one of the things that we had was called like an operations manual and that came from corporate where they would, they pretty much set out for the year, the plan. So it, and it, it planned in, in a lot of different areas. So, I think just transferring that into um, like mine and my husband's, our family's um, mission statement um, really kind of helped. Um, they have like a whole manual, but it breaks everything down um, into also into roles. Mm -hmm. So seeing each one of, um, you know, like my husband and then me and then my children each having a role in the home mm -hmm. to fulfill. Mm -hmm. um, it was helpful to me to be like, okay. And my husband gets it on the way, like he's in the military. So mm -hmm. it's really helpful for him to see each person has a role and a distinct um, operation within the, in the home too. So um, I think that kind of really goes with uh, like what Misty Winkler does with the vocations. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so really like understanding what your vocations are Um so like for me, I'm, I'm, a, um, I started with what I already was doing. So of course I'm a wife and a mother and a homemaker, but then what else do I do that I'm not willing to step aside from? So mm -hmm. I, I work for the church, um, and, uh, you know, I'm a disciple. So, you know, and then I put into buckets, um, what, what tasks are associated with those? And that was something that we did a lot. We had buckets at, at work mm. where, you know, was it, did it have to do with inventory? Did it have to do with sales? Did it have to do with, um, like I'm managing the people? Um, so those kind of things, it really helped me to, um, one of the things that they did was called, um, capture, clarify, Oh, I forgot that other one. And then, gosh, how come I can't think of it right now? I had them all written and for some reason it doesn't want to stay up, but mm -hmm. like you capture everything. You just, it's like a brain dump, like oh, okay. does, like a brain dump. So you capture everything and then you start categorizing it into oh, okay. the space. So you don't, I'm very like, if I just go into home management and don't think about all of the different things, then I'm flying by the seat of my pants mm -hmm. and I'm forgetting to go grocery shopping. I'm yeah. forgetting to, you know, like I forget the things that I need on my list or, you know, the backyard gets, um, neglected for way too long or, mm -hmm. you know, 
whatever. So it was really helpful for me to really take that time to brain dump or capture everything and, and then categorize it. So. Yeah, that's cool. I think. So, so then oh, go ahead, Jordan. I was just going to say, it, it's awesome how intentional that you're being with homemaking and it, it's cool to see um, coming from the business perspective, how your mind is working with it. Because I think yeah. a lot of women come into homemaking thinking this is brainless and yes. that I can just coast through it, yeah. not use my mind, not apply my mind to this. It's basically yeah. keeping my children alive. You know, like, I don't yes. know if you've seen the like I kept tiny humans alive today. It's like, great job. There's more that you could do. <laughs> like there's yeah. more yeah. of my brain that could be applied to mothering and homemaking. And I think it's real. I love hearing how other moms are doing it. And mm -hmm. um, how God's kind of <clears throat> enlightened your guys' family to certain ways that you can do it. So thank you for talking to us about this. I just want to say that's awesome. <laughs> Proceed. Well, and, and I mean, from the outside looking into y'all's family, <laughs> there's been so much fruit over the last few years as a result of you taking this very diligent step in your home. And I think more than anything, it shows in your children, to be honest. <laughs> oh gosh, um, yes. So... That was another question I had. Like you have a, you have a teenage daughter. So how are you preparing her mentally and like physically? Are there things that you're doing to help her get prepared for this? Cause I know she has a heart for that. She's voiced it to me many times that yes. she is, you know, wants to be home and wants to be a mom. So what does that look like for you to now after, you know, years of not being at home, what does it look like for you to now prepare her to be home? Um, yeah, I think, um, so this year we're homeschooling, which we haven't um, before. And so she was going to a classical, I'm in a air quotes, classical um, <laughs> school uh, before, a charter school. And it worked okay, but um, we're homeschooling now, which is awesome because then there's even more um, time to really work these things out. Um, but where, you know, some of, some of it is just, I let her, she's, she's going, she's 10th grade. Um, so she's worked on for her schooling. She learned how to do this, how to categorize, how to, you know, really put things in order, which I think was a huge help. Did you, um, did you talk to her about how to do that? Um, yeah, but she had a okay. lot of it on her own. Um, okay. So yeah, I did, I did sit down with her, but she decided, so she put it all into Google classrooms, like all of our work. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's really helpful. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but with the homeschooling, you know, it's given us so much time to, um, just really do these things. So she's got a lot of time for life skills. She's learned, she's keeping, you know, sourdough starter and making sourdough oh. waffles. And, you know, mm -hmm. these are things she's really, and I think it's just really about, I don't know, like making it look fun yeah. <laughs> so that she yeah. wants to, yeah. you know, join in on the fun. Um, so, you know, just another going to go back to simply convivial and, and Misty Winkler, but like smile and start and like mm -hmm. fixing your attitude before you go into a task or even, you know, any of these, they, they're really hard, but, um, you know, like the budget, that's one that I don't want to smile when I'm <laughs> working on, but, um, yeah, just, just changing your attitude around it. And I think that's really been our focus was, is the attitude. Okay. With her. Yeah. yeah. That's a great so. point. Like if we're, 
with a crabby attitude doing all of our housework, why would our daughters want to <laughs> aspire to do what we're doing? Like, yeah, that's a great point. Don't get me wrong. We still, uh, yeah. we still are faced with some. Wait, what's your t-shirt, Lexi? Oh, what is it? What is it? Adjust organize your attitude. Yeah, it yeah. says organize your attitude. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> we still struggle that with that at 15 years old. <laughs> you know, that's a really good point actually though. And that's, man, like I I've said that before. I wish somebody would have told me how tired I was going to be as a mom. Mm -hmm. Like those, those yeah. are the things where not only do we neglect the practical now, but we also, we don't, we don't tell people how to organize their heart or just, mm -hmm. just to expect that it is hard work to be a homemaker. And I think yeah. when a lot, to, a lot of times when women do come up against challenges, they'd rather just walk away uh -huh. where it's easier and they can get into a job where they can leave the problems at the door yeah. than to have to stay home and have to deal with it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that, that was me. Every time I jump back in, I obviously like, I don't know. It's definitely been in the last few years where we have felt even, even encouragement from the church to order our home this way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was hard for us to really, um, I don't know, for me to, to see the value there, but there really is like, and, and just like you said, the biggest fruit that I have seen has come out of my children Yeah, and their desires for the Lord really. Yeah. You know? So, Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Sophie is night and day difference. And even to say, I mean, to has always been I don't know. Tessai's very masculine and I've always thought of him that way, but Sophie is just coming into her feminine being. I don't know how else to describe it. And it's, it has been for somebody who has always been a stay at home mom. It's been so encouraging to see like, no, this really does matter. And this is why. Yeah. So it's been hugely, hugely, hugely encouraging. Well, I just want to say, you know, three years ago, Lexi, you said something to me where I felt like, um, so Tessai was 15 at the time. So Sophie's age now. And I just felt like I had, I had messed it all up. I had, I had spent way too much time away from the home. And like, I, it was like too late. It was just too late, you know? And you told me, you said, think of all the things that, or think of all that Jesus did in just three years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that, that was like the actual work of mm -hmm. him discipling his, disciples, you know, yeah. him teaching his disciples and everything that they needed up to that point, he, he provided for them and not to say that I'm Jesus by any means, no, but no. it, my time wasn't wasted. Over. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't wasted. Yeah. And so, um, that has stuck with me. I have it on a little note card in my hallway that I pass every day. And it just, it, it means my time, like for one, don't be, mm -hmm. don't waste the time that we have right now. And and mm -hmm. gives work. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how many women that I know that I can think of, um, who got saved later, their kids are like young school age and they just kind of feel like, well, I made all the wrong decisions. So I'm just going to stick with all the wrong decisions. Mm -hmm. And they don't actually, it's sad for their own children, but then it also sets up patterns. I don't know if we talked about this on our uh, grandmothering episode, but unfortunately it sets up patterns of being an absent grandmother as well. So yeah. if anyone's out there listening, like Michelle's story should encourage you because there is so much you can do with the time you have. And either way, even if you have one day before your last child is graduating, mm -hmm. are you going to obey the Lord or not? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I just don't, I don't like that argument. So yeah, it's what? Too late for obedience. 
Yes, it's never too late. That's a really good point. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, so I have to know, is it easier to manage a home or a Starbucks, Michelle? <laughs> I would say, oh man. <laughs> so emotionally, it's a lot easier to manage a Starbucks because I can walk away. Yeah. And But the thing is, it's like, it's not like you just because you're managing a store doesn't mean all of your duties at home just disappear. Yeah. They That's actually true. just pile up and you, for me, I resented them. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it was a lot easier for me to coach, um, you know, my employees or mm -hmm. to correct them. It was a lot easier because my emotion was like, this isn't personal, you know, yeah. but with my kids, it's always personal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, um, in that way, emotionally, um, Starbucks was easier, yeah. but this is a lot more worth it. Definitely yeah. a lot yeah. more worth it's it. It's so and funny. I had this conversation with my dad recently, actually, because he watches, um, the, him and my mom watch our, uh, our kids and then my niece and nephew a few hours one day a week and have ever since they've been born. But, um, he was talking about how he works construction the rest of the time. And he's like, the day watching the kids for some reason is way more exhausting than doing construction. <laughs> like why? <laughs> like, and, and we were talking about how I think I agree with that. Like the days that I am not here doing other work, um, this is more tiring. And, and I think that's why it's sometimes a hard decision for women to come home full time because it's really hard and it's really tiring. And it, that's hard to admit to yourself because you're like, it shouldn't be like, like the world has taught us to think that it shouldn't be, you know? And mm -hmm. so then we come home and they're like, this is a really hard job. And it's hard to admit that it's hard to admit that like using our brain and being able to like compartmentalize a job outside the home could be easier. Yeah. 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 But this is much more worth it. Yeah. Much more worth it. Totally. I'm, I'm excited too. You know, I, I, my son's getting to the age where, you know, he could start thinking of, I love the grandmother episode because I'm, that's where my brain is at right now. <laughs> I'm getting very close to it. And I, I'm glad that I've been able to model that. I hope that he, you know, finds a wife that, that wants to be home and wants to educate her children. And, um, you know, so I'm really glad that I've, I did that when I did. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, somebody I really respect told me a, they don't live here anymore, but they used to go to refuge. And I guess a couple of years ago at refuge, she was talking to a gal about, um, you know, why aren't you staying home full time? Why are you, why do you have a job? And she told her, well, I, I don't want to just stay home to watch Netflix all day. And <laughs> my friend was just horrified. She was just like, do you literally think that's what we do all day? But it showed me the importance of those of us at home. And also something you said about Sophie once, it showed me the importance of really playing up and showing off domestic bliss at home. Mm -hmm. Because I do think a lot of girls that don't grow up with a mom who loves to be home or isn't home, they don't realize there are women out there who actually actually love to do this mm -hmm. and do a whole heck of a lot more than watch Netflix all day. Yeah. yeah. And have a lot of fun doing it. Yes. <laughs> and really exactly. enjoy it. Exactly. <laughs> I think, I think sometimes people can, um, I mean, I've had people tell me before, like you, you show me on this cause this is how you think I should eat. And I'm like, no, I'm showing you this because I'm genuinely so excited about this yeah. that I want to show someone about I it. I think right. this is really cool and pretty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. I've, I've really realized how much I'm lacking. I'm really excited. I, I let Sophie kind of like set the tone. So if she's interested in, you know, pulling out cookbooks mm -hmm. and learning a new recipe or whatever, I kind of let her go with it now because mm -hmm. she's old enough to, you know, she doesn't need much guidance, but, um, it's really, I've really found it as a re-education of myself because I didn't have that. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's like finding these new things and finding joy in learning the new skills mm -hmm. um, has been really awesome. Um, so he'll be back the end of October. Tony will? Uh-huh. Okay. And when does Tasai get home? Middle of October. Okay. And his, is he going to live with you guys? Do you know? Um, yes, for now, but he's actually looking at houses. So he's going to try oh, and get okay. a full-time National Guard job. And if he gets okay. that, which he probably will because he's got lots of connections, um, then uh, he's going to look for a house to buy because yeah. he doesn't want to waste his money on rent. So I'm yeah. really proud of him. That's <laughs> so, cool. Yeah, so, so he'll probably that... just stay here until then. With you guys? Yeah. And okay. we have the basement apartment. Oh, yeah. So if he wanted some, you know, his own place, we've got that. I haven't rented it out because I want it available to him. Mm -hmm. that, that brings me to another thing is like, I think with, um, about home management is really, um, exploring, um, productive property. I recently read the, um, man of the house by C.R. Wiley and I, it just got me and like, obviously I've got a role in that too. It's not just about mm. men, but as the wife and the helper, like creating productive property. Um, and so, yeah, my job is to rent out the basement. Awesome. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So is that how you're kind of putting that into practice, that idea then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. For now, that's one way. Um, a garden is another way. Mm -hmm. It's not working this year, but maybe <laughs> next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just different ideas, ways to generate, you know, income or, you know, I wouldn't do any MLMs or anything yeah. like that. Cause I've been there, done that. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. not, and I don't want to give, give anything back to somebody else, you know, mm -hmm. but yeah. I think, I think too, our personality has a lot to do with it. I don't think Christians are creative enough with their business ventures. I do think a lot of people just go the MLM route and that's kind of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. It does not work for my personality. I've tried it. Um, but I do think, especially as Brian has thought about different business ventures, we're just not creative enough as Christians and we really need to recover <laughs> creative ways to bring in multiple streams of income. Well, it's been fun to chat today. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I love it. Um, I just nice have to, to share this, this little thing. I was at Michelle's house a couple weeks ago for a baby shower. And was, was Sophie doing the dishes? Is that what she was doing? I think, I think was doing the dishes, but she didn't clean the sink. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, you're not done until you clean the sink. That's right. And I was like, I, no one's ever told me that. And it was a moment of like, oh my gosh, why have I not thought you need to clean the sink? Lexi, this is like the the cherry on the top of the ice cream cone, your home and your, your kitchen feeling totally tied together. I clean it, you know, at least once a week, but every night making sure the bottom of the sink is clean. I need to start 
start doing that oh, one. Oh man, so, I don't know why that one is one of my, that's one of my things. I'm like, you are not done with the kitchen until the sink <laughs> is clean. Oh my gosh. I love that. No one has ever told me that either. And now my mind's blown <laughs> and I'm going to clean my sink every time now because that, that is such a rewarding thing looking at it and being like, it's it empty is. and the sink is clean. Yes. Fantastic. Yes. Got any more tips? That's probably, I actually, I even scolded her because I was like, do you want, I think it was earlier in the week. I was like, do you, do you like cockroaches or not that we <laughs> don't really have them here, but I'm just like, but I think it's my food service. In yeah. me. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm like, yeah. you don't leave food in the bottom of the sink. That's so true. So, I think that was part of my food service training. Do you have any other tips? Because now I'm really intrigued. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, Michelle's house is very clean. She has oh, a very clean house. And we need to have uh, you on for just like cleaning tips. All your favorite I cleaning sh- things. I have dishes on the counter. Those are dirty. <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not great. I just, um, I don't, I don't know if I have any. Do you do like a daily, um, tidy up sort of a thing or yeah, so um if, okay, how about this question? If somebody is coming over in five minutes and you just found out, what do you do? <laughs> oh, I like this question. <laughs> oh man. So typically I mop because I have dogs. Oh and okay. so and I don't know, people want to take their shoes off in here. And I'm it's all hard wood. I don't take your shoes off. I have dogs, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> but I typically that's what I do. I sweep and mop if somebody's gonna come over. Okay. I will. And I clean all the stuff off of the kitchen table that was like school or, mm-hmm. you know, okay. whatever. So, um, yeah, if you came over, I have a sink full of dishes. Yeah. Because <laughs> the, the church was priority today. Yeah. So. That's so funny. <laughs> like, so yeah, when people come over question. to my house and they want to take their. Oops, sorry. What? I was going to say, what was, what would be your answer to that question? If there was five minutes, what would you do? Oh, I think I'd try to clear off the surfaces too, like my counter, the table, mm-hmm. and just, yeah, try to like run the vacuum real quick. Cause with all of the children here and everyone cooking all the time, it's the floors are just, yeah. Did I, I told you the story about how I, I bought like a couple hundred dollar vacuum and broke it within 20 minutes and then immediately went back to the shop back because yeah. <laughs> I have like whole twigs. Yesterday there were whole pieces of squash around the house and I'm like, what is happening? So it's just, you know, when, when kids are helping you do things, it's so much messier, but yeah. I want, I don't like, I read a book about a family of 10. She said she gave up on cleaning her floors mm. and I don't ever want to be that person. No, I can't. I just, I can't. And I do, I wear socks like during the day when I know that I can't vacuum immediately, I wear socks so I don't get so frustrated. But if somebody is coming over, I really do try to get my floors clean. Mm. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Mine would just be probably walking around picking up all the things because there's always yeah. books, toys, mm-hmm. sippy cups. Yeah. Do you guys have carpet, hardwood? Like what do you, what's hardwood? Yeah. Okay. So I would also probably spot sweep if I had five yeah. minutes. Okay. A lot of that time would be pick up and then I would spot sweep and light a candle. <laughs> to be honest, it is amazing how much you can do in five minutes. Yeah, you I can know. Get a lot Sometimes done. I set the timer to five minutes and like, okay, everyone in this home, five minutes, do some mm-hmm. productive things to make it look cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I might clean, the- might clean my guest toilet real quick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Misty Winkler's e-hack. 
everything mm-hmm. has a place. I love that has been something that I've implemented that has been super duper helpful. So just once a day we go do, we do an EHAP, put everything back where it's supposed yeah. to be and nice. restart. Okay. Resetting the stage. You haven't thought about what you're going to cook for dinner all day and it's two hours or an hour before you're going to cook. What do you cook? What's your quick, like, I haven't prepped, but this is for dinner. Uh, typically it's like taco soup or like, oh yeah. So I do like, you know, a can of tomatoes. Um, is it the hominy soup? Yeah. Hominy. Oh, it's so good. I love hominy. Some green chilies, just everything out of a can. Yeah. Just dump it. up some chicken, throw it in. Nice. We're good to go. That is yeah. a good one. Lexi. Um, so tortilla chips on the side. Yeah. Uh mm, I don't have quick meals. It's a I know. sin. It's hard. It's I know a it's sin. Hard. Mine's um, probably breakfast. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say yes. maybe like yeah, probably like eggs or pizza. I've I've been doing a lot of pizza using a lot of leftover meat pretty mm-hmm. quick for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's yeah. probably or like um, sometimes I'll do like a quick fried rice, just like scrambled oh, yeah. eggs and rice and meat and mm-hmm. cheese and stuff. So. Using leftovers for a new meal is almost yeah. always what I do when I don't yeah. know what to do quickly. Yeah. Like, what can I do with this? Okay, cool. Well, thanks for right. coming on, Michelle. It was really fun yes. having you. Awesome. And I love your story. And yeah, it's just inspiring in lots of ways. So hopefully, listeners, hopefully you guys enjoy and that it will um, inspire obedience in you too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of the Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started the Shepherd's Crook for wives. Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.